Hello everyone, my name is John Locke and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com trading performance podcast where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Today is episode number 36 and I'd like to share with you an excerpt that I did from the Boston Investors Group for their traders. And this excerpt is about the real reason that you got whatever results you got in 2020. Listen in and enjoy. So what actually determined your results for 2020? And whenever we start talking about our results, the thing that determines our results are the actions we take, right? We're going to take certain actions that's going to determine your results. And that being the case, we have to ask, well, what determines our actions? Well, our emotions determine our actions. And this is where I get a lot of kickback when we start talking about this. And someone will say, well, our emotions don't determine our actions. Um, you know, my logic determines my actions or whatever. Or um, when I say trading, you know, how would you, how would you, how would you have to feel in order to trade your best? And they would say with no emotion. And one of the things that I can tell you is the human animal does absolutely everything based off of emotion. You do nothing based off of logic. Everything you do is based on emotion and it's backed up through logic. If you had no emotion, your default state as a human being is rest. And, is rest. You would do nothing. You wouldn't search for food. You would sit there and you would die. That is what no emotion is. You need your emotions in order to take action. You need your emotions in order to pull the trigger on the trade, to enter or exit the trade. You need the emotions. It's just that you need the appropriate emotions, okay? And you need them at the appropriate level. So one of the things that we really work on is utilizing our emotions. If we were looking at this market crash we had in 2020 and we're coming into the support level and um, that we came into with a market reversed, and you had the emotion of fear, you probably sold out of your positions. Or if you have sold out of your positions earlier, you probably didn't see the reversal signals. And if you're afraid and you get the reversal signal, you probably, even if you noticed it, you probably would be afraid to get back in the marketplace because you're gonna be afraid the market might come back down and whack you over the head again. On the other hand, right, if you have a different emotion of excitement, you get down into that range and say, this is just such a great opportunity. I'm so excited. Even if the market continues to go down, then um, this is still a great opportunity. You're willing to take that risk. You're willing to jump in the market with a large amount of money on something that's highly probable to win, okay? And, and you'll do well if the market goes up. If you go down, you know, hey, you might get stopped out. And you can take that shot again. But realize it's the emotion that allows you to do that or prevents you from doing that. If you had no emotion whatsoever, you wouldn't even be thinking of that. It wouldn't matter. So keep that in mind. Utilize your emotions. Don't try to stop your emotions. Utilize them and point them in the right direction and get the get, and get that going. Now, what determines what determines your thoughts uh, what determines your emotions during the crash? Your thoughts determine your emotions. 
Our emotions are always determined by our thoughts. Many, many people who were, have not been trained or think that their emotions just happen. But every emotion that you have is determined by a thought pattern. Now, you're not always consciously aware of that thought pattern because our thoughts are like habits, right? They're, they run always at what we call an unconscious level, just like your heartbeat is, an, is at an unconscious level. Your breathing's at an unconscious level, okay? You're sitting here breathing. You don't really think about it unless, of course, I say it. But your breathing rate and all that other stuff, it just automatically happens. You have habits. You bite your nails. If you bite your nails and you don't, you know, next thing you know, you're just driving along in your car, next thing you know, your fingers are in your mouth, right? And you don't really, you weren't even aware that you did it. That's just your unconscious at work. And we have these unconscious thoughts and they happen without our conscious awareness and they happen very, very quickly and they create an emotion. And that emotion is going to determine what our actions are. And if you get in and you just believe your emotion, in other words, you believe your emotion, then that's a problem, right? You don't think you have any control over them. But the reality is you do have control over them. The, um, when people do have these emotions though, they try to change, the challenge they have is they try to change their emotions directly. So they do things like resistance, right? They, they pretend that they're not angry um, or they do denial. They deny that they're angry, right? This isn't happening or they pretend that they're happy, okay? They, they, they're trying to deal with that emotion directly. They're not trying to deal with what is actually creating the emotion or they believe perhaps that, you know, um, I'm, I'm scared because the market went down and they believe that, but that's, completely not true. You're, you're, you're scared because of your thoughts about the market going down. That is what scares you. And trying to work on that fear directly is very, very, is going to be very, very challenging for you. Um, another thing they do is calming techniques. Now, calming techniques, if you're fearful, can be effective. But again, that's putting a Band-Aid on what's happening. It's not fixing what happened. And we're all about fixing the problem. And then, of course, we have meditation, which is also a calming technique. But if you do um, meditation, I, I highly suggest meditation for traders because if you're meditating the way I would like our students to meditate, what you're doing is you're separating from your thoughts. So most people think you meditate, you sit down, you think of nothing. And that's not really true. I mean, that's a form of meditation that you could do. Um, but realistically, what we want to do with through meditation is we want to be able to separate our thoughts and our emotions from ourselves. In other words, we want to disassociate, like we're stepping outside of our body and we're watching the thoughts go by. We're watching the emotions go by and we can say, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. And if you continually do that, it allows you to do that when you're awake, <laughs> more awake and you're actually feeling that fear, it allows you to notice the feeling and disassociate from it. And we have techniques in NLP or no linguistic programming and hypnosis that we deal with and meditation, it's all the same thing. Uh, it's not all the same thing, but it's, they all have overlapping components, right? Um, the other thing through meditation we should be doing is we should be playing our trades out. 
And by playing them out, playing out movements that we don't think are possible, thinking about how um, that will turn out for our account and thinking about how that is going to make us feel and the actions that we're going to take. In other words, you before you get into a trade, you should have played that trade out a hundred times already and you should know what you're going to do pretty much with anything conceivable that can happen in the marketplace. If you know that and you're aware of that, then you can do that. You know, a lot of things that people do a lot of times is they position size too large. They view position size too large because you don't think you can lose, right? You, you, know, you know logically that you can lose, but emotionally you don't think you can lose. How do I know? Because if you actually thought about entering that trade and experiencing that loss, and you did it through like a meditation visualization type of thing and thought about how you would feel after that loss and how you would trade after losing that much money, you either wouldn't do it or if you did do it and you did lose, it wouldn't be a big deal. But I know people aren't ready for a loss when they lose and they're devastated by it and they're afraid from it, right? They've traded too large. They didn't think it through. They didn't think they could experience the loss or whatever. So we want to make sure that we're doing that. And just doing that one thing is so, so helpful. And it helps you position size properly. And it also helps you be able to take advantage of an opportunity after you actually lose a trade. And that is what I have for you today. I encourage you to come on over and visit LockingYourSuccess.com and check out our trading performance membership, as well as our pro membership levels, so that you too can break through barriers and make quantum leaps in your trading. And please also remember to share and comment on our videos, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.